Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Christians arrested for singing hymns during COVID lockdown now win a lawsuit of $300,000. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. You know, Matt, I remember when this originally happened in 2020, and these Christians, they had been given uh, a lockdown mandates. They had to wear a mask outside, you know, all this ridiculous stuff they were doing during COVID. And these Christians came out in a peaceful protest, were singing hymns, not wearing masks, and they arrested three of them. Yeah, it's unbelievable. This was in Moscow, Idaho. And Moscow, Idaho passed an ordinance that you had to wear a mask even if you were outside. Mm. <laughs> and so obviously if you had to wear a mask outside, they were also cracking down on houses of worship that right. you couldn't gather in houses of worship. So these Christians, a number of them gathered together and they went out onto the public um, property and they began to sing praise and worship songs in 2020 without masks. Some of them had masks, but many of them didn't have masks. And oh, aghast, the people were shocked. The city mm -hmm. officials were just uh, concerned that they were violating the law. They were exercising their constitutional rights guaranteed by the First Amendment of the United States Constitution and the Idaho Constitution as well. But they were outside. They They're, don't need masks. Uh, of course, they don't need masks at all, but outside. <laughs> well, Moscow said you needed masks. <laughs> and Moscow came after them, and they arrested oh, some of these individuals. And they spent time in jail for a few hours that day. Uh, there's a picture that I have right in front of me where one of the individuals who ended up filing suit is being handcuffed, and he is being escorted by two police with masks, of course, and they have gloves on, and he's handcuffed. He does not have a mask, and he's being taken away. And they weren't being violent. They weren't burning anything down. They weren't yelling. They weren't screaming. They were simply worshiping. Simply worshiping outside without masks. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, some of these things, um, Steve Dace recently posted something about how people— uh, he's very disturbed about, are so willing to just walk away from the past and almost pretend like it never happened. But we can never forget mm -hmm. what happened during 2020, 2021 particularly, and even going into 2022, and some of it continuing right. into 2023 with regards to organ transplant patients. And my concern is how many people easily followed what the government said, like little sheep followed that instead of we were very adamant about do your research, really find out what this is about and what's behind all of it. Yeah, we certainly at the very beginning, we took a lot of um, heat from some people that just said, oh, you needed to follow the government rules and it's a Romans 13. No, it wasn't a Romans mm -hmm. 13 because the government doesn't have control of the church. Right. It was a no-brainer issue to say you can't shut down the church while you leave open abortion clinics and big box centers. The government was created to protect the church and religious freedom. And when they came after these churches and then they started to micromanage, think about how ridiculous it is now. 
but it was ridiculous then, and we saw through it at the time, mm-hmm. to say that you can't worship, but that you can go kill your child in an abortion clinic. You can't worship, but you can jam the Home Depots, the Lowe's, the big box centers. Uh, you can go buy essential things like garden hoses and potted plants. You can go to a gambling place. You can go to the casino gambling places, and those remained open in different parts of the country. You could do a lot of different kinds of things that they considered essential, but church was not considered essential. Church was not considered essential. There's a First Amendment to the United States Constitution. You don't have a First Amendment right to start a big box center, but you do have a First Amendment right to worship. Whether it's indoors or outdoors, you have a First Amendment right to be able to worship. It's part of our Constitution. It's the First Amendment to the the, uh, Bill of Rights. And yet they just ignored it, like, oh, no, you can't worship. It doesn't matter what you do. You could wear masks. You could do social distancing. You could do cleaning. You could do whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. In fact, some of our clients went way above and beyond what was being done in the secular environments Mm -hmm. to protect people. And we had churches that spent thousands and thousands of dollars on filtration systems and were very careful because in a church, it's your family, so you're going to protect them. Right, so you don't want to bring your family in to, to kill them. Right. You don't want to harm them. So you're going to be more conscious about doing what's right in that environment than some commercial operation would be or an abortion clinic that's in the business of killing kids every mm-hmm. day. Right. But... Uh, then they not only said you can't worship, or then they said, well, you can only have a few people. And then they started to micromanage that you can't sing and you can't chant. So a cantor couldn't chant from the scriptures. Uh, you couldn't sing. You think about California. They didn't want you to sing even in your own home with your own family members. You couldn't members. worship in your own home oh. with someone who didn't live there. Right. You couldn't go to your next-door neighbor's house or your next-door neighbor's apartment or condo. You couldn't go there to pray with them. You couldn't go anoint them with oil. You couldn't lay hands on them. You couldn't go hug your neighbor. That was a criminal violation for nearly a year. And thankfully, we put a stop to that. So we ended up filing suit. We won twice at the U.S. Supreme Court. But this nonsense continued. I remember Mm -hmm. in Florida, Florida was a great state for being open. But it had a few missteps at the very beginning, and this wasn't uh, due to the governor. But I remember over in the Daytona Beach area, Volusia County, it was somebody within the county. And they came up with a rule that you could be on the beach, but you had to walk. But you could not sit on the beach. So you couldn't be stationary on the beach. (laughs) But you could walk on the beach. Then they came up with a rule, you couldn't even walk on the beach. We're talking about the bre- the air coming from the Atlantic Ocean onto the healthiest their environments you can very be very healthy in. environment, <laughs> yeah. huge wide beaches. If you've ever right. been to the Daytona Beach area, wide beaches, some of the widest beaches anywhere in the world, frankly. And you can't you can't even walk on the beach. And then when they allowed you to walk on the beach, you had to walk. You couldn't sit still. I mean. How ridiculous is that? But then I remember in other, like a European country, they were taking COVID patients and bringing them out on the beach to get healed. Well, re- <laughs> yeah. Just- remember, remember the um, playgrounds that had the oh, yellow tape? They taped them all up. Yeah. Like it was a crime scene? Right. And uh, you remember the picture of the father taking his kid 
to a playground that had yellow tape on it. And saran wrap. And, and I, we even had that he here he was Florida. arrested in front of his kid. Yeah. Well, this was in Moscow, and they arrested these people. Idaho, yeah. Moscow, Idaho. They arrested the people in the fall of 2020. But they took them to court. They took them to court in the fall of 2020. And now just finally, after so many years, a state court judge ruled in their favor. Mm-hmm. Um, or they've got a settlement now as a result. Uh, and the court approved the settlement. And that settlement is for $300,000. Part of that will go to attorney's fees. And about $150,000 of that, they said, will actually go to uh, helping support legal cost and other needs for persecuted Christians. And you know what the judge said here? The plaintiffs should never have been arrested in the first place, and the constitutionality of what the city thought its code said is irrelevant. Yeah. Boom. (laughs) So under the terms of the settlement, the city of Moscow and its liability insurance provider will pay $300,000 to avoid any further litigation or liability regarding the case. Um, The wrongful arrest and subsequent litigation probably cost the city, according to one of the plaintiffs, about $500,000, including the settlement of $300,000. And about half of this will go to legal cost, and about half or $150,000 will be donated to persecuted Christians. Mm. Uh, But listen, you know, like Steve Dace said in a recent post, he is a, a radio broadcaster host. We must not forget what happened. Right. Because this happened so quickly. And it was done through a coordinated propaganda ploy of the United States government at the highest levels. Uh, And this actually began, you know, during the Trump administration with the agencies and then continued on into the Biden administration with these agencies. And then Biden, of course, continued to push this with Mm -hmm. the mandates. I know that there are a lot of agencies, doesn't matter who the president is, that are the deep state. Remember right. Donald Trump talking about the deep state. I think the deep state is deeper than what we all anticipated. Oh, yes. Because a lot of times, no matter who is in the office, it's those deep state, it's the bureaucrats, it's the agencies. The establishment. The yeah. establishment that run the country. And it was the CDC and the FDA and the NIH that was pushing all this false propaganda. And that's what was feeding the White House of both administrations with this false narrative. So we must never forget this is a good sign. And, of course, the battles will continue. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.